Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. My parents started Sunlight Curriculum, the homeschool company, based on reading good books and talking about them. So it wasn't a surprise to me when my first learned to read very quickly at a young age and my second learned to read almost overnight at an even younger age. It was a surprise for me when the next three struggled and struggled and struggled some more. And there's a lot of stories embedded in that. This has been a probably almost a decade long search for trying to figure out how to help certain ones of them learn to read. They had different challenges that they faced, different ways of addressing those challenges. And in the end, we went to a reading specialist out of Ohio, and she gave us the, the help that we needed to go in the right direction. And even after that, though, we still have had years of vision therapy. We've had years of trying different things. And I had my boys meet with her again today after a several-year Uh, absence or break, I was thinking about it. I think it's actually been five years, which is astonishing, maybe four and a half, but long time. And so we met (laughs) and, oh man, you know, one of my sons has been reading through all of Calvin and Hobbes and the Calvin and Hobbes complete collection has over 3000 comic strips in it. And comic strips are, on the one hand, delightful because you don't have to read a lot of words and then you get the punchline. And especially for something like Calvin and Hobbes, where he's such an energetic and sometimes pretty naughty or just really out of the box thinker, there is kind of this gleeful delight in the repeated antics of him and his stuffed animal who may or may not be alive. And And so we've worked through this word by word. And at different times, I would think, I think his reading is getting better. But because the vocabulary is so varied and because, oh, um, because the, the, yeah, it's, it's a comic strip that is written for adults and would, was in papers back in the 1980s and 1990s. So it's, a very, in some ways, sophisticated level of thinking and communication. So I had to help supply different words often. And one of the things that Dr. Karen Holinga talks about is that for a child who's learning to become fluent or who's in that stage of becoming fluent, they don't, you don't want them to sound things out. They, the way that you become fluent is you read, but unfortunately you have to read to become fluent. So there's kind of this uh, this challenge inherent with the reading where be, the way that the brain develops, it's challenging to learn to read. So I wouldn't make him sound words out and we would keep working through, keep working through. So we finally finished all 3000 plus uh, comic strips and we happened to have a meeting scheduled with the reading doctor just, I guess it would be the next work day after my son finished. And 
honestly, there have been times where I've thought, I'm not actually sure he's improving very much at all. You know, this has been so much time and effort, Lord, and there's been really no deep sense of breakthrough. And then Dr. Karen had a different method of recommending reading. So I pulled out my first, the first of the Knight's Tales, which is a little series by Gerald Morris. They're very adorable. They have some illustrations. And he also wrote my absolute favorite series of all time, The Squire's Tales. But this is a little four-book series for younger readers. And Joe has listened to them at different times and on Audible. And so I pulled it out, read the first page to him, and then gave him a piece of black paper to hold underneath each line of words so that he wouldn't lose his place. And he read that whole page nearly flawlessly, like maybe three words or something he missed. And then the second read through, uh, I wasn't supposed to help at all. And in that case, he only missed the one word surrounded and got every other word correct. And it truly was like watching a little miracle. I mean, I have never actually tried that technique. I had done that with others of my boys, read it first and then let the the other student follow. But because we've been working through Calvin and Hobbes for so long, I had never considered that. And we got done and Dr. Karen said, he's reading at a fifth or sixth grade level. Or maybe she said grade five, six, something like that, or five, six level. And I had been hoping he had reached first. <laughs> so that that's an amazing, amazing feeling. And as I was thinking and praying about this after the meeting that we had, I thought, oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, I've been asking since middle school that I would have patience. And I still have not developed that sense of I'm very happy to drive below the speed limit behind the two people who have decided to drive yoked together in the two lanes, that still makes me want to lose my mind. But I have done reading practice for nine years with no real evident shift in ability level. And I was talking to the Lord about this because I was like, Lord, there are other things that I'm waiting for in my life. There are other things that have not yet come to fruition that I want, that I'm praying for, hoping for, believing for, that I believe that you've promised. And so I want to take this experience as a down payment that sometimes it's not in my timing. If it was in my timing, there would have been an immediate healing of all that needed to be healed and it wouldn't require nine years of various therapies and hopes raised and hopes dashed, right? It would have been just like, and now it's just easy and healed, moving on with life. And so Lord, I am asking for the places that have been long delayed, for the places where there's hope, but it's not yet reached fulfillment. Lord, I am asking that you would release in power Oh, your ability to persevere. Lord, that we would have the continued hope set before us that you 
are going before us, that you are fighting on our behalf, and that even if the healing delays, even if the breakthrough delays, that you are actually moving and that you bring the hope that is needed. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, so actually, I want to also just bless you. Lord, I'm asking that you would bless these, my brothers and sisters, with the ability to hold on to hope, even though the outcome may be long deferred. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.